everyone. Welcome to the GFN Philly 215 Questions Podcast. The podcast where two guys ask what the one thing is for five different questions. The two guys asking the questions are Bowen Nahr and myself, Jim Murphy. Hey, Bowen. Hey, Jimmy. We are pleased to welcome our guest, Shelby Perry, CEO at iHesive. Hey, Shelby. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me on today. Let's kick off the show here. We have five questions. and Let's start with question number one. What's the one thing from your story that's important for people to know? Important to know, well, a little backstory on my story is, you know, I experienced a life-altering experience with vision loss through a snowboarding incident. And I think one important thing would just be what really helped me get through this was like building a community and finding a community of people that had gone through something similar or lost vision or were a prosthetic eye to just help fill in all of those gaps of information I just didn't know. I think that's a really important thing, Shelby, to say, because so oftentimes, particularly when we're going through the worst parts of adversity in our life, it really does feel like we're the only ones going through it. And as you experienced, when you actually reach out, you're like, oh, this there's a shocking number of people that have experienced this. There are people that have been through it before, and there are people that are living in your future uh, post-recovery, like, and you can talk to them. That's a really beautiful way of, of helping people get through it. Absolutely. Yeah, it helped immensely just having, you know, other people, like I was saying, that been through very similar things and seeing how they are now living their life and what they're they're doing and how they've overcome this situation. And it's just inspired me to like keep putting myself out there and connecting with more people. And Shelby, you had mentioned you had started a conference in which you were able to kind of put all people together that have gone through a similar experience. Absolutely. So my Instagram page started just as like collecting and sharing stories of other people. So I put my story out there and was asking if other people had stories. And rather quickly, people started to be like, oh, I lost my eye in this kind of an incident or accident, or I had retinoblastoma or some sort of ocular melanoma. And so just these stories sort of pouring in as the community really started to grow. And I was making a lot of connections with some people we already held one conference back in October, and we're about to hold our second one at the end of April. We call it iConnect. It's a, a virtual conference as of now. We're going to do four speakers, and all of the speakers have one eye or a prosthetic eye or visually impaired and do something within the community on their platform or help with the healing. And then we also have like an optometrist and an ocularist, which the ocularists are the ones that make the prosthetic eyes. So that just helps to really spread more information and primarily really just help people connect within this community and feel more seen and heard and not alone. I'd love to make it in person one day. So that's kind of the end goal we're working towards. No doubt you'll get there. Question number two, what's the one inspirational quote that you would share with the listeners? So I like the quote, obviously, I'm sure we've kind of all heard the like one day at a time. And so I'm taking that, but I've added another word. And I always like to think in my head, like one courageous day at a time. We can do one day at a time, but sometimes we need that little bit of extra courage in there. So I like to <laughs> put one courageous day at a time. Courage is not the absence of fear. It's overcoming the existing fear. Got to take it a day at a time and you take what you get, you do the best with what you have and you keep on going. And I, I think a part of that is very much about courage. You know, every day like, has courage. Jim's going to come in and uh, drop an ice cube cue to uh, today was a good day because he didn't have to use his AK. That's great. And I'll say this is probably the first time we've an original quote here. It's a kudos to you, Shelby, for, for bringing in your own quote here. Rapid fire. Five questions. What's your one podcast? Skinny Confidential. What's your one album? Different man, King Brown. What's your one vacation destination? 
my favorite that I've been to so far was Honduras and the place I want to visit and on my bucket list is New Zealand. What's your one TV series? Right now I'm watching Mayor of Kingstown and then if I'm going like ridiculous, sappy reality would be Perfect Match. And what's your one movie? Slumdog Millionaire. Terrific answers. The first two I was unfamiliar with there, the Skinny Confidential. What is that about? The gal's actually like a local San Diego and she and her husband, they run a podcast like a him and her and they just, it's a bunch of different topics, but a lot has to do with like entrepreneur and like running a business. Um, They do like, you know, family and relationship stuff. So it's just like a wide variety of people and that they bring on and then they just always have the male female perspective. And then you you had Slumdog Millionaire, a movie that I have actually seen because Jimmy gets annoyed that I haven't seen Shawshank Redemption, but we don't need to delay this podcast any more than we always do when I bring that up. So if you like Slumdog Millionaire, did you watch RRR on Netflix yet? Is that new? It's the most insane movie you've ever seen in the world. And it's so incredible. But there's a whole bunch of like dance scenes. And it reminds me of Slumdog Millionaire because it ends with a huge like dance scene with everybody. And at one point, a guy throws a tiger at another guy. I mean, and that's not even like the weirdest thing that happens in the whole. It's just, it's so good. So, okay. R, R, R. This might be one of the the few nods that we get for a country artist here. So it's nice to hear Kane Brown's name come up here on your favorite album. I'll have to check out the no one. I know he has a, a bunch of hits out there. Let's talk about Honduras. Has there been an area in Honduras you've traveled to? Yeah, I went to the island like Roatan and I was actually there for a yoga retreat. So I was there for like a whole week doing this kind of variety of stuff that you would do on a yoga retreat. It was really just beautiful and the water was perfect. Just everything about it was like really nice. For uh, Erica and I's honeymoon, went on the cruise and one of the stops was Roatan in Honduras. And the reason we stopped there was there was another destination we were supposed to go to, but unfortunately they were hit by a hurricane. And we did one of those like glass bottom boat. But unfortunately, it was like it was a holiday for them, but all these poor people had to work because they had an incoming boat and then they were uh, griping to us about having to work on their holiday. And I felt so bad and guilty for them, but it was a it was a great place to travel to and agreed how beautiful it was. But the first time I'd like snorkeled. So like the whole experience was just like really, really cool. Question number four. What's the one charity or cause that you would recommend to the listeners? So Rachel McKinsley, she's on Instagram. She's got a pretty big platform. She's part of my community as well. And she'll actually be speaking at our next virtual conference. And so she has a charity event called the Fun Eye Fund that raises money to get people fun prosthetic eyes. You can find her on Instagram. Her link's there. We've raised a bunch of money. Um, Eyehesive has to donate to it in various ways, like through our shirts and through conference tickets of fun eyes for, you know, little kids all the way to adults. Adults need fun eyes too, right? Like, you know, (laughs) you're only as old as you act is uh, how a lot of people in my life remind me all the time. And the last question. What's your one tip for building a meaningful connection? I would say listening, trying to understand rather than be understood all the time, and then building that community with people that you can relate to. You know, that meaningful connection just takes you putting yourself out there. I think you nailed it with what you said because it ties right back into your first answer, which was you overcame your adversity by realizing that there was a community. And the only way that you realized there was a community was by being vulnerable and putting yourself out there in social media. And then the flood of response was like, oh, my God, I'm the same way. Well, all of those people were there, but they weren't putting themselves out there until you gave them the opportunity to do so. And then obviously being a good listener so that they actually want to continue to communicate with you. 
I think that's a fantastic answer on how to do it. it. Be vulnerable, put yourself out there, and then listen to what people have to say, and you'll find connections with folks that you'll be shocked at the overlap, right? Perfect. You just said it beautifully. That's why Jimmy pays me the big bucks to come <laughs> on there. It's very impressive of where you started from and where you are today, and kind of even how it circles back in within the community. Probably couldn't envision where you were when it happened to where you are today and the impact that you're making on people's lives. Yeah, never imagined anything of sorts, but I'm honored to, you know, be able to be in a place to show up and be of service and help other people and make those connections. Well, Shelby, thanks again for joining us here in the GFN Philly 215 Questions Podcast. Thank you so much. It was an honor to be on here.